Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. We are back. Uh, when I say we, I mean me, Hayden Rolf. Ryan isn't actually here for our welcome back episode. Now, this has been a long time coming, and for any of you loyal listeners, you would have known that <laughs> we probably said a couple of episodes ago, we're back. Uh, this is probably our third time we're back, and we keep saying this. But yeah, a couple of episodes ago, you know, everything that was going on, you had Ryan having a. Uh, a little one. I obviously came back from Bali um, and we basically said that there's no more excuses, no more interruptions, we're full steam ahead and we failed ourselves. So I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to say we're back, we're live again and we're not going to be missing any. Uh, I just don't want to lie to you anymore. Like I truly thought last time we weren't going to be doing that but again there's loads of things that popped up. And at the end of the day, all of those things are just excuses. Like anything that I throw at you and say, oh, it's because this popped up, this popped up, it's an excuse. I didn't prioritize my time properly, and neither did Ryan. Hence why we have been a little bit slack with the episodes. So what I am gonna promise you is that we are gonna turn up, but we're going to try our best to do it as regularly as possible, but I'm not gonna make any promises and this is me just being completely honest with you. Now, secondly, this is a brand new headphone because the headphone that I had before uh, broke with the house move and <laughs> my excuse was basically I moved house and it was all a bit chaotic, then Christmas came up, all of these things. So in the house move, somewhere along the line, the microphone has been broken. Uh, I, can't, I don't know whether it's the lead, whether it's the mic, no idea, not sure what it is but I'm using this new one. So for Andy, who's the uh, wonderful editor, this is, uh, if the sound's a bit dodgy or if, he's, if it's even better, well, this is basically why. So yeah, let's just roll with it. Anyway, so like I said, I'm back, we're back. Ryan shall be back on the next episode, uh, we hope. And if he's not, I'm happy still to, to do a solo one, but he absolutely should be. He had some uh, arrangements that couldn't really be changed so it's just me and this this episode is probably uh overdue massively because the last episode i wanted to do was all around new year's resolutions i wanted to talk about new year's resolutions setting yourself up for success in 2023 rather than throwing the kitchen sink at like we typically do right where we say right new year new me my new year's resolution i'm going to lose weight i'm going to get fit i'm going to do all this blah 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 and then what actually needs to be happens is you're good for about a week or 10 days and then you fall back into old habits. And that's basically because we end up just doing everything that doesn't suit us, our lifestyle, our personal preferences, and we don't really enjoy it. So no wonder that it doesn't really last that long. However, what I am here to bring you for today's episode is to actually talk about the reality of post Christmas and then getting into a um, routine that 
does work and a routine that doesn't feel like you're constantly put, putting yourself up for failure. And this was one of those, it's, I feel like most people really sit in two camps with this. You're either sitting in the camp where you're like, new year, new me, and you go hell for the leather and uh, you basically, is that a saying? Was that right? Anyway, you go all, all at it, you um, do everything, you start going to the gym, uh, cleaning up your diet a little bit, being really health conscious, all of those things, and it works to somewhat degrees. Or you're over in the other side of the camp, which is very, very normal, and actually something that I typically struggle with the most. So this is why I'm bringing it to you, because I know I struggle with it, so there's definitely gonna be a load more other people that struggle with it. And I know a few people inside of our uh, flagship weight loss program have also uh, struggled with it. So I've really been helping them over this process in the last couple of weeks. And that is when we get into the Christmas phase, right? There's something bizarre about Christmas. I think it's because of like the marketing that happens. You know, you, you get all of these branded Christmas foods that come out, loads of marketing temptations, loads of socials as well. I think even more so because this, I can't even remember whether it was last, I think last year we still had a bit of freedom. But this year, as I can remember, was probably the first Christmas in the last three years that haven't, there's been no word of COVID or anything. So, for the majority part of people, I think. Um, so it was almost like a normal Christmas where people would go and socialize. They didn't have to worry about going out with certain certain friends and numbers, um, which are limited, all of those things, which meant there was loads of social occasions. Basically, Christmas is a time for socializing, right? And we definitely get, um, knocked out of whack with our normal routine. So our normal routine of like exercise, our normal routine of eating, all of these kind of things. And it throws us a little bit. So then when we come into January, there's those people that sit in the camp, which that is me as well, where you actually struggle to really get back into the deficit. Basically all the things you were doing prior to Christmas that you know made you successful. It's really, really hard to get back into the routine of things because there's still like loads of food around. Um, you haven't quite you know, got back into the work routine. You haven't quite got back into the exercise routine and it feels a bit of a slog. Now, what this podcast is here to tell you is basically that's okay. And because the majority of us always have extremes, so we're either all or nothing, we're either on plan or off plan. And it's these kind of mindsets that's setting us up, ourselves up for failure. So I had a conversation with someone the other day and they were basically saying that, you know, beginning of the year, they tried to get back into them and lose weight, but they're really struggling after Christmas. So they basically were like, I'm just not really doing anything at the moment at all. And again, that's just an example of that all or nothing, that extreme mentality, when it doesn't need to be the case. So instead of thinking, right, I need to just at a flip of a switch, jump straight back into my normal routine, what you can do is really start phasing things, phasing, back, phasing things back into your routine. So as an example of that, let's say prior to Christmas, you were super diligent with your calories and tracking on MyFitnessPal, you were optimizing your protein levels, you were nailing 10,000 steps every single day, and you were going to the gym four times a week. Now, let's say you were doing all of those things, you had this system that was working perfect for you, and then Christmas came around, you're no longer working, your sleep routine's um, all messed up, the gym hours are uh, slightly reduced through that weird Christmas phase, um, 
you're obviously spending a lot of time with like family and stuff, you're not getting your steps in, all of this stuff that basically is not your, your norm. Well, instead of just going straight back to tracking the calories, being diligent with the calories, protein and steps, and then the exercise, you wanna just do it phase by phase. So think about what is typically the hardest thing for you to start off with. And it's easy to just give an example for myself here. So for me, whenever I go on a holiday or I have Christmas or I have any kind of um, thing that knocks me out of my routine, I actually struggle to get back to the normal calories that I was on. So when I start dieting, I can't all of a sudden be like, right, I'm going on a diet, and I'm now eating random number, but I'm gonna eat 1800 calories. Like if I've had no awareness prior, the prior weeks to what I'm eating, and I'm probably eating the best part of 2,500, 3,000 calories. So then all of a sudden go to 1800 is a huge, huge struggle for me. Now there are some people that can actually do that. Like Ryan is a prime example. He's very, very, very good at just snapping straight into a deficit and basically optimizing all of his fat loss goals. Whereas for me, it's not really quite the case. Like I, I struggle to do that. So I obviously knew post Christmas that if I, I didn't want to just basically drop back into the exact deficit that I was in prior to leading up to the Christmas, I needed to start phasing things. So my number one goal in the first week of January was just to track my calories. That was it. I didn't care what my steps were. I didn't care how many times I went to the gym. I didn't care what my protein intake was. My only number one goal I set myself was to track your calories, no matter how many calories you, you have. And there was no limit. I didn't give myself a cap and say, right, okay, you can only eat 2,500 calories. I just said, I'm going to track all of my calories. First week, that is it. So what I did, I, I almost brought the barrier to entry right down for myself, and I gave, my, gave myself some flexibility and freedom. But what I said to myself is my only one golden rule is no matter how much I eat, I track every single calorie. Obviously, if I'm, I was gonna be going out to a restaurant or anything like that, what I would be doing is just making a, a, a best guess estimate. That's all I can do, but I'm still being diligent with the tracking. I'm still, so say I'm going out for a burger and chips, I'm still putting the burger in, I'm still putting the chips in, I'm still overestimating my calories for those kind of events. Then week two, what I said to myself is, okay, now what I want to do is start actually adding in a bit of a protein goal. So I was like, right, okay, what I'm gonna do is just track my calories, I'm gonna then add in a protein goal. So I started being much more health-seeking around the amount of protein I was having. I start to really think about the types of food I'm eating a little bit more and making sure, at least for my main meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm trying to include the protein. Then week three, I started to actually reduce my calories down further now. So this is where I started to give myself um, almost a goal number to go towards. And it wasn't optimizing the lowest amount of deficit. So again, let's use the example, 1800. I wouldn't go from all of a sudden eating whatever calories I want and tracking them to then just being 1800. I would look at the average of what I've been having over the last week or two, and then I would start to slowly bring that down. So as an example, let's say I was hovering around the 2400 mark. Well, my week three target would be, okay, continue tracking your calories, continue um, being uh, protein seeking, 
And then you're gonna put a cat now at 2,200 calories. So you're already averaging about 2,004, so you're just reducing 200 calories a day. And then I start tracking that again. And then week four, what I'll do is I'll start focusing my steps a little bit more. And I just keep adding every single little bit like that. So nothing is massively overwhelming for me. I'm literally just slowing down the process. There's no, there's no need for me. I don't have a time constraint on this. Unless you've got like a wedding or you've got um, some sort of event, or like I said, there's, there's a time constraint for you, then you don't need to really go like hell to leather. It doesn't matter when I get to my goals. I know I'll get there. It's not a case of if, it's just a case of when. So I basically slow everything right down. Like I really, really slow everything right down and just add steps in in sequential order that works for me. And then what I will do, and I'm still not there yet because obviously we're just getting towards of January, as it gets towards pretty much the end of Feb, I will have everything in place. I'll be optimized at the number of calories that I want to consume, that's gonna be perfect for my deficit. I'm gonna be optimizing protein perfectly. I'm gonna be getting the perfect amount of steps that I wanna get in for my goals. And I'm going to be going to the gym the amount of times that I want to go. So even though what people look at there is they're like, oh, well, hey, that, that took you eight weeks to get all to that. What is eight weeks in the rest of the year that I have? Like I said, for me, there's no time constraint for this. So it's not like I have to be at a certain goal at a certain time. I would rather take this slow and steady and almost, I don't, almost ease my way into it and make it much more sustainable than basically start January, start January, start January, trying to optimize what I was doing in uh, at the, the end of November and then inevitably failing after, you know, 10 days. And then basically getting on this constant diet, um, dieting yo-yo loop that everyone gets stuck, stuck in, where they start dieting, they see some results because they're pretty much doing everything that doesn't suit them and their lifestyle. They then revert back to old habits. However, in the way that I was doing it, I was just adding everything step-by-step step in sequential order to make my journey so much easier. So the message that I've got for you here basically with this um, podcast today is if you have set yourself like a weight loss New Year's resolution or you're trying to optimize for your health, but you really, really struggled to get back into the routine that you had prior to Christmas, don't beat yourself up if you basically haven't been able to do it. Take the moment now to have a think and how you can actually be like, right, okay, if you're currently sitting here and you're like, I'm quote unquote off plan again, I'm not doing the things that I promised myself I said I'll do at the end of the year or towards um, the tail end of last year, then rest assured now, you can start slowly. And if you currently have no awareness to what your calories are, what your steps are, protein, anything like that, just pick one thing to focus on next week. So just one single thing. What's that one thing that is going to move the needle the most for you? And for the majority of people that are looking to lose weight that don't track their calories, they don't really have any awareness to what their calories are doing. So a good example for you would be, right, my number one objective, my number one goal for the next seven to 10 days is just to track all of my calories. I'm not gonna restrict myself. I'm not gonna tell myself I can't eat any foods. I'm not gonna tell myself that I can't, um, I can't eat a certain amount of calories. All I'm gonna do for the next seven to 10 days is track every single calorie in my fitness pal. And if I can't track it because I'm going out for like a socialization event, I'm just gonna use my best estimate 
which is better than nothing at all. And again, it gets you in the habit. Now, I'll tell you why that I really, really like this. And I'll tell you why that I personally set this for myself is because when you track your calories, there's something weird that happens, like psychologically, you know when you're going over your calories, right? You know that when you start totting up that like 2,700 calories and you keep consuming, you're like, oh, I'm pushing this a little bit. I know I'm starting to really get into a bit of a surplus, which is where body fat is, is, is happening. And you consciously stop yourself because you know these things, because you know that you're, you're going over the calories that you should be. And this is the amazing thing about doing this, is because it gives you the awareness, whereas we've all been in that place before where we're not tracking our calories and we know we're over consuming, but because we don't know the extent to how much of, um, we're over consuming our calories, we almost tell ourselves it doesn't matter, right? Because I don't know how many calories I'm actually consuming, it doesn't really matter. So then you keep on going. Whereas when you start to actually continue to track, like I said, you have that conscious awareness to how many calories you're consuming. And I guaranteed you are far, far, far more likely to stop consuming calories because you feel like you've pushed it a little bit too far. Or you feel like you're really going too far over your calories. So this is why I always think it's a really, really good step to have. And this is why I, um, I like people tracking their calories. I think it's a really, really good tool. And I often get people ask me like, oh, I don't wanna track my calories. I don't wanna do it for the rest of my life. And it's not about that. Tracking your calories isn't about tracking your calories for the rest of your life. What tracking your calories does, it gives you the awareness and education to understand roughly how many calories are in certain foods. So eventually when you're supremely confident, you can go to these restaurants and you can start eyeballing portion sizes. You can actually start eyeballing these portion sizes and having a really good understanding to the amount of calories you are consuming in that meal. And guess what that then does? That eliminates the stress and frustration that you have when you go out for a meal and you feel like you're gonna be gaining weight the next day. Because now you have this education and information, you control your nutrition, your nutrition doesn't control you. And that in itself is an absolute game changer. I cannot tell you, it is an absolute game changer. So what I want you to do, I'm gonna wrap this episode up here because I did only plan to do about a, a 10 to 15 minutes, but in classic uh, Hayden, well, in classic one guy style, we've, we've uh, gone over slightly. But what I want you to do to take away from this podcast episode is if you feel like you're in a place where you're not really seeing the results you want, you're not really optimizing fat loss at all, you're struggling to get started, give yourself one thing to focus on right now and just make the promise to yourself that this one single thing you're gonna focus on, you're gonna do it for seven to 10 days. After those seven days, once you've nailed that one thing, you're gonna add in something else. Say for example, if you don't manage to nail it in seven days, do another seven days. Don't keep trying to add things in if you haven't optimized the thing in the first place. Just keep slowly adding things in bit by bit. Don't overcomplicate the process. Just focus on one single thing and I promise you that is going to move you one step close to your goal. And that's what we're looking for at the end of the day. We're looking for progress, not perfection. It's all about just making that one single step every single day. How can you get 1% better every single week? Right, I'll wrap this up. So uh, it's awesome to be back. Like I said, I'm making no promises that we're gonna be back every single week, multiple episodes and things like that. 
I don't want to bullshit you guys. I don't want to uh, keep you uh, basically thinking, oh, there's going to be another episode. And then Ryan gets a message, I get a message saying, what's happened to the podcast? So it's easier for me to say we are back. We are going to be doing episodes. I do not know how consistent they're going to be. I don't want to make that... Um, what's the right thing to say? I don't really want to make that promise to you and then under deliver on that promise. But rest assured, the podcast is still here. Episodes will still be happening. I just don't know how uh, regularly they're happening. Um, and on a side note, uh, I've also got a little uh, golden retriever puppy that we got um, just after Christmas. So as exciting as it is, it's right now a logistical nightmare to find times of when I can actually do these podcast episodes. Yes, they'll be barking in the background, but I don't really mind about it too much. Um, but it's just a case of um, my other half, she's she's working as well, she's on the phone, so we have to take it in turns to be able to let the dog out or of this, unless we want literally our kitchen to be a uh, shit show, pun intended. Um, so we are, we are having to take this in turns um, until he's had his second jab, but then, you know, he can start taking out walks, all of that good stuff. Anyway, if you want a picture of him, drop me a message on Instagram. But uh, other than that, have an amazing day and it's good to be back. Speak to you soon.